It's coming. And it tastes so sweet. You'll hop when you eat. Come on. Hold on to your tummy. We got something good. With my hauntingly delicious cereal. It's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cereal Killer, the podcast where we pair breakfast cereal with true crime. I don't know what this voice is that I'm doing, but welcome. Um, we are in it. We're in our Halloween season, and we are doing another compilation or, yeah, that's the right word. Yeah. That is the exact right word. Why did I doubt myself? Um, this week we're doing um, revenge killing. Uh, I am your host, Anastasia Washington, and with me, as always, is my amazing co-host, Maria Spitalozzi. Hello. And uh, I have a cat staring at me, too, so Zora <laughs> is here as well. Um, she's trying to drink my milk, oh. and I'm not having it. I'm not. Um, but yes, we are doing revenge killing. We're not doing revenge killing. We're covering. <laughs> we will be talking about revenge killing. We will be talking about revenge killing. If we are doing revenge killing, we would not be telling you. Definitely not. No. It's just that's, not. That's not practical. One, don't tell too many people. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to pair this right. Um, I'm going to uh, try as our cereal today the limited edition kellogg's chocolate frosted flakes spooky marshmallows i'm so glad you are eating this and not me spooky marshmallow oh it's a bat and a ghost and a frankenstein head yeah and i am pairing it with revenge killings because it's a tiger and carol baskins is on dancing with the stars and he you know, revenge killing. Revenge. And, revenge. <laughs> and that's revenge. And that's revenge. Um, the box is kind of interesting. It actually has some pretty cool games on the back. Um, so you have to solve these different mysteries in each room. Hmm? Um, and you have to find all 20 of the spoons that are hidden around um, the oh, different... That's fun. Yeah. So that is, uh, there's also uh, another game, like, who's goblin, who's goblin up the Halloween cereal? So you have to also solve a mystery about who is eating the cereal, um, along with uh, this other thing. Um, and um, it's part of a Hunt for All 3 limited edition uh, set of Kellogg cereals, including Chocolate Frost Flakes, which is the one we're trying today, um, Fruit Loops Spooky Marshmallows and Applejack's Spooky Marshmallows. I almost bought those. So which one? The Applejack's? <laughs> I was kind of tempted to, to as well, but then I was like, how am I going to pair this one with anything? Because we do so well with pairing anyway. Um, so it smells really good, you guys. <laughs> I'm not Chocolate hating the smell. Yeah, it smells really. Uh, yeah. I, I want to get one of each marshmallow. I'm going to say the Frankenstein ones kind of look like little weird penises. Um, I, uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of that um, 
that uh, Chris Evans picture that got leaked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. I oh. respected his pride. Oh. I did not do that once and was disappointed, so I didn't want to be disappointed again. Oh, I've seen that one, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, only half hard. Anyway, that's not the point of today. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris was was. America! Anyway! Um, anyway. <laughs> I've gotten one of each of the um, marshmallows, yeah. and I got a couple of the chocolate flakes, the chocolate frosted flakes, and I'm going to try this dry. Yum. Um, I'm not... Oh, okay. There's a marshmallow taste. Marshmallow taste. I was like, at first... I was just getting the chocolate flakes, and I was like, well, there's not really a point to putting the marshmallows in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's just going to taste like chocolate. But at the end, it kind of it kind of brings in the marshmallow flavor. Um, and in fact, I had more marshmallow than I had flakes, but the flakes kind of over... Overpowered. Overpowered it. Mm. Um, but I'm going to say knife up. I mean, it's a, it's a, I like frosted flakes, um, and this is a chocolate frosted flakes. How can you go wrong, right? There, true. Up. Um, I'm gonna pour some into my milk now. Very badly, apparently. Okay. <laughs> um, I poured my milk into the bowl before I um. Yep, my I did the same thing. Yeah, it's never ideal. It's like it's always a gamble. Yeah. Um, the marshmallow to flake ratio is pretty good. Like that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. But again, I will say the flakes are very overpowering in dry format. Um, this is one of those ones that's going to make your milk chocolatey. chocolatey with a little bit of a purple tinge because there's purple marshmallow. Oh, yeah. I was like, why? That's terrifying. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's still very chocolatey, but there's like a little bit of a purple tinge to it. Um, <laughs> that's just the way that it's going to be, you guys. It's fine. Everyone will survive, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Call me tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now I'm getting a lot more marshmallow Um, when the milk hit Mm -hmm. it. Um, The milk hits it. Which is not my favorite. But, um... (laughs) It's okay. I think it's a knife on a table with milk. Okay, okay. Not as good as you were expecting, but still adequate. There's something about, I'm not really a huge, and this is going to be funny because the next cereal that I'm going to try and the cereal are both marshmallow-based cereals, but there's something about dehydrated marshmallows that is just not my my jam. It's my teeth hurt, and I feel similarly because I also have another marshmallow-based cereal that I will be doing, Um, and I just don't love them. Yeah, I mean, I love marshmallow, but there's something wrong with cereal marshmallows. Yeah, it's because they're like astronaut ice cream consistency. It's this weird, yeah, like dehydrated. Yeah. So I'm going to say like knife on the table. Fair enough. She's, I'm eating different cereal. She's she's going in for another cereal. Um, so um, knife. 
knife up, dry, knife on the table. Also, I will say that once the milk hit it, the frosted flakes did not really retain their chocolate. No. It was like just an out, to, out exterior coating. Oh my God. Yeah. And so you didn't really get the chocolate, which is the point of the cereal. Um, so that was a little disappointing. Um, so knife on the table for that. Um, so murder. Murder, so, you guys. This cereal relates to revenge murders. Because Carol Baskins and it's nope, a tiger. Nope. Sorry, Siri just started like started <laughs> up and was just listening to me talk about revenge murders, and I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably that's not, not a good idea. I, I know I'm being recorded, but I don't need it like sent laughing. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I um, so um, I'm gonna do something a little different uh, with this one. I'm gonna go super old fashioned with two of them, and then I'm gonna go like newer. For two of them. Because um, I think it's interesting to go back into time. So we're going back into time. Like way, way, way back in time. Um, to Julius Caesar. That is very 20, far back. Yeah. yeah, it's very far back, right? Um, at 25 years old, um, he was sailing and he was captured by pirates. <laughs> um, at first, they asked for a ransom. Um, of of twenty pieces of silver, um, Caesar was low. insulted because yeah. it, it demanded that he increase the ransom. They increased the ransom for him, um, um, and also said, you know, as soon as I'm free, I'm just going to uh, come back and kill you. Um, <laughs> And they were like, cool, 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 cool. 50 awesome. pieces Love of it. silver Love than it. it is. Um, so uh, Caesar's peeps were um, able to raise the 50 pieces of silver. Um, and that is where Caesar began his revenge. Um, after being freed, uh, Caesar raised a small army of sorts and went to the islands where the pirates were, um, setting up camp. Um, they didn't obviously listen to the fact that he said, when I re I'm released, I'm just going to crucify you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and funny joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, um, so he went there while they were setting up camp and, um, captured them and crucified them and got his money back. Um, so that is, uh, stone cold. Yeah, that's not. So when somebody says like, "Hey, dude, I'm when you free me, I'm just gonna kill you," um, maybe take their word for it. Maybe listen. Maybe listen. Maybe listen. Um, or don't because you're a pirate motherfucker. That's up to you. Shit. Um, and you shouldn't be kidnapping people for ransom, anyway. Right? Yeah. Like that's not nice. Don't. Don't kidnap. That's not a nice thing. Be a nice person. Um, all right. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Um, I can never um, do Roman numerals. <sighs> Ivy is four, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, King Afonso IV of Portugal was kind of a, a 
dick a little bit. Um, <laughs> Peter the first, his son, was uh, in love, and he wanted to marry this woman. And um, you know, his dad was like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, fam, nah, nah, dude. Like, I have somebody else that I want you mm, to marry." You know, yeah. Um, he was supposed to marry Constanza, um, to like seal an alliance between mm-hmm. um the uh, King of Portugal and uh, Prince Valenia, Vil- Valenia. Um, but as soon as Constanza came to the castle. Um, she came with her lady-in-waiting, Inez de Castro, and yeah, you know, Prince Peter was like, hey, actually, I like the lady-in-waiting better. And his dad was like, nah, bro. No. <laughs> Too bad. No. Um, uh, Constanza actually died in 1345, and uh, Inez and Peter continued their love affair and he decided that he wasn't going to marry anybody else unless it was Inez. And um, the father tried to banish uh, her. And finally, in 1355, when that didn't work, um, King Afonso sent three men to kill Inez. Oh, um, And uh, they decapitated her in front of one of her children. Ha! Yeah. 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 Um, so this kind of sent, you know, Peter into a rage. <clears throat> um, but he couldn't go against his father and start a, you know, he tried to start a revolt, um, but he was defeated. And but his father soon died anyway. Um, and so when he became king after the revolt and after his father died, um he managed to track down the two assassins and uh, guess what? He, uh, he executed them by ripping their hearts out with his own bare hands, uh, not bare uh, hands, but like bare hands. Literal, yeah. 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 Not literal bears. Bears. Like hands, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I get it. We had it. Yeah. We had in your rough time, bruh. Yeah, in front of your kids. And oh, that's stuff. awful. It's not great. Don't do it. Um, now we're going to talk about, um, we're going to move ahead um, to 1987. So we've left. We're in the future. Yeah, we're in the future. Um, and this one's kind of a little bit weird. Um, and it's a little bit based on... Um, well, it's in a home invasion one. Mm, okay. Um, so the story we start out with is that in 1987 in Townsend, Massachusetts, um, a uh, young lawyer returned home on December 1st to his home to find his house quiet and dark and to find the lifeless body of his 33-year-old wife, Priscilla, and his children, 7-year-old Abigail and 5-year-old William. Um, Yeah, Priscilla was face down on the bed um, with two bullet holes in her pillow. Um, 
her killer had placed the pillow over her head um, and put two fatal rounds into her brain. She had also been raped. And the killer then drowned the two children in separate bathtubs. Why? Yeah, why indeed. Um, Outside the home, they found uh, the police found a footprint and a T-shirt wrapped uh, around the family's like home sign. You know how people have those like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. signs. Um, and the evidence pointed to Danny Laplante, an 18-year-old, um, who actually a year earlier in December 1986 had been charged with armed assault and kidnapping in the town of Pepperell, Massachusetts. Um, where he held members of the Andrews family hostage inside their home, armed with a hatchet and wearing face paint. He surprised the family members after leaping out of the closet, um, but the family was able to flee through a bedroom window, and Laplante um, hid in the crawl space in the house, and uh, the police found him there two days later. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um so the reason why he did the one uh, in Pepperell, Massachusetts, was that he was in love with one of the sisters in the house, awesome. and she had refused to go on a second date with him, um, and that is why he tried to um, kill them. It is unclear why he tried to kill the other family. Um, Just found it fun after a while. Yeah. Um, but it, it, in the Andrews house, he had been kind of moving around their house and, and stalking them for a while. They actually thought that their house was haunted. Uh. Um, and it turns out kind of like in, um, Black Christmas, if anybody's seen that, that somebody, it was not haunted. Somebody was just living and creeping around your house. Um, he's now serving a life sentence. Um, um, where he is loudly complaining about the fact that he is not allowed to practice his Wiccan religion. <clears throat> How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> yeah, he's just... I, in my head, it was magic, but... It's just... Sense. Yeah. Um, and then let's move on a little bit later in time to 1999. And to a person that really just didn't like being fired. Dennis Chazak. C-Z-A-J-K-O-W-S-K-I. Yep. Yep. Started believing that there was a conspiracy against him and started acting... Um, you know, erratic and um, was also using recreational drugs along with these delusions. Um, Uh, He was a nurse at the Norristown State Hospital, which was a psychiatric institution. Um, And his delusions began to grow even more as he continued to use drugs. Um, Due to his poor performance and all the accusations that he was doing on the job and the fact that he was using drugs on the job, his superiors were like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. You can't do drugs. 
don't do that. Maybe don't work here. Yeah, and not do your job and then also be, like, telling everybody that they are doing stuff that they're not doing. Um, So he was fired in spring of 1999. Mm. But he didn't take it well, you guys. He did not. No, Um, no. No, 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 no. On that, June 16th. That seems like a really good uh, recipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he did not take this well, you guys. He, on June 16th, 1999, armed with a replica of 1851 Colt 44 caliber ca- cap and ball revolver. I don't know what that means. I don't. I think it's like a really old gun with like the ball, you know. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old ones. Um, He took two, he he went to the hospital and he took two hostages, Maria Jordan and Carol Kepner. He shot Jordan four times at close range, um, but she survived. Oh, Um, my God. um, uh, He then forced the severely wounded Jordan to clean her own blood up and, and continue to taunt her. Um... He decided to get some sleep. He handcuffed Jordan um, to Kepner, who had been shot once in the wrist. Um, The standoff uh, took place for 46 hours with the police for almost basically almost two days. Um, He kept the watch on these two women, uh, forcing them to even go to the bathroom in plastic bags under his supervision um, until the police finally we're like, we're just going to have to um, storm the hospital. Yeah. During the storming of the hospital, he shot Kepner in the head, killing her instantly. Um, but they were able to safely get Jordan out. And uh, he was also safely gotten out, which is interesting, right? Because. Yeah. Hmm. They went, hmm, interesting. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> um, so three years later, he uh, was sentenced with uh, first-degree murder, um, also attempted uh, murder, aggravated assault, kidnapping, and other crimes, and was given a life sentence. Um, and this all happened in Pennsylvania, um, Norristown, Pennsylvania. Um, so, yeah, he's a dick. Yuck. Yeah. Um, um, don't, if you lose your job, maybe just like, I don't know, find somewhere nice to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a, I can, you know what, since we have some time, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to also uh, say a few more. Let's yeah. be a little time. Um, so India has really uh, got a huge, um, problem with sexual assault um it is they also have a huge problem with murder they do they do they do um and uh because of that a lot of uh indian women are no longer relying on the police because it's just you know it's not really bringing a lot of justice they they're learning how to you know shoot and they're learning self-defense um damn they actually have a, a gun um, that is uh, named after a very publicized gang rape and murder. That's how. That's wow. That's how prevalent right? that is. That's yeah, crazy. and 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 a lot of 
women carry this. Um, it's called Nurb Nurbhik, which is named after um, Nurbhaya, the victim of a well-publicized gang rape and murder that happened in 2012. But that is not what we're talking about. We are talking about in October 2015, a 13-year-old rape victim sought to punish her rapist, Rinku, by going after the thing he cherished most, most in the world. Oh, no. Yeah. She lured uh, a moot, which was Rinku's five-year-old son, into a quiet area. The young girl killed a moot and oh. then tried to burn his body. Oh, my they, God. Yeah. They discovered the partially burned remains in plastic bags after local dogs had dragged them into the street. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, the young woman was charged with murder and sent to live in a juvenile home. Yup, that's yup. Yeah, yeah. Um, so don't do that. But don't react that way. That's not okay at all. Don't really hurt anyone. Cool. Yeah, especially like little tiny five-year-old kids. That child did nothing. He real did nothing. Real, real did nothing. Um. Yeah, I don't understand, like, the targeting of... That, I mean, that, like, I would say, like, I would get it if she, like, I was expecting that story to go where she cut off his penis. Right? And then I was going to be like, yeah, fucking great, love it, here for that. But, uh, no, don't murder his son. That's horrible. But she is, like, 13. Yeah, that's, no, that's some deeper... Yeah, it, well, it's deep shit. shit. I'm not giving her any... Oh, no, I know. But, yeah. But, like, wow. She definitely could not cope with what was going on. Um, obviously. Obviously. That yeah, is... I feel like India is not a place where they're gonna, like, let you talk about that ever again. Like, it's gonna happen. And then you just, like, live with it. And no one yeah. has any sort of, like, psychotherapy. Yeah, there's um, actually some uh, really, um, there's a um, TV show on Netflix about a female detective, and it's all based on, um, and it's really good, but they they talk about a really famous case that you can actually find a documentary on of this poor woman, and um, if you see the documentary, not the um, TV show, but... Uh, the way that the men, even like the lawyers and the mm. DA, talk about her, who was unimaginably raped. Like this, the stuff they did to her was just. Um, but it shows you kind of like what these yeah, how women awful. are going up against. Um, I will leave you with one more. Um, Let's lighten the mood. I'm just kidding. That's not gonna. <laughs> this is not gonna lighten the mood at all. Super fun and super light and just like real chill. Yeah, this is not. It's not gonna be real chill. Um, so Charles Severance um was kind of known as a history buff, and well, people thought he was crazy. Um, he lived in Alexandria, Virginia, which is uh, like a, it's a suburb of D.C. A lot of people live there if they work in D.C. Um, he had continued to run for mayor, even though people were like, nah, brah, you're not real. real <laughs> no, thanks, thank you. Yeah. 
Um, and after uh, he failed to get full custody of his son in the custody battle, he began blaming Alexandria, Virginia's wealth for his failure um, to get yes. his son. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it is the here for blaming wealth. capitalism. <laughs> yes, or um, other failures. Just let's blame so, it on everything. Let's just blame it on anything. Um, and so, what he chose to do for that is he chose to kill three random people to uh, as revenge. Doesn't even prove anything. It does not. His first victim was real estate agent Nancy Dunning, uh, who he murdered in December 2003. Uh, He then killed a transportation planner, Roland Kirby, in November 2013. And his final victim was Ruth Ann Lodato, who was a music teacher, and he killed her in February 2014. Um, no, no, not one of the victims knew him. He killed all three during, uh, daylight hours. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was basically taken down finally when the son of a retired Navy admiral, uh, oh wait, no. He is the son of a man. He was finally brought to justice when an eyewitness who was shot during the attack on uh, Ruth Ann, the music teacher, mm-hmm. um, survived and um, and uh, was like, it's him. Um, during his trial, he was not calm. He had frequent out- outbursts. Um, he eventually was convicted on 10 counts of capital murder, malicious wounding, first-degree murder, possession of a firearm by a felon, and more, which resulted in three life sentences and um so it was it's revenge but it's also revenge that doesn't quite make sense um very confusing (laughs) right it's like it's like hey i didn't um i didn't get custody of my kids so obviously i have to murder someone somewhere right and it's obviously this wealthy community that I live in's fault and let me just find three random people um, that I don't know. Murder. Here's the thing, you guys don't revenge kill. No, don't, don't murder anyone really. Yeah. Knife down to murder. Um, All murders. All murder is a knife down revenge murder. That doesn't make sense. Especially it's like a double knife down. Yeah, yeah, because, like, why? No, if you've been wronged, then, I don't know, put a fish in their car. She's real obsessed with fish because she just got a fish, you guys. fish. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. But apparently she wants to put one in people's car now. (laughs) Think of that's, like, shitty, but not, like, like, if you, you would be really mad if you found a fish in your car, but it's not going to, like, ruin your life. This, this is true. This is true. And it, and it's slightly better than that, um, you know, Godfather finding the head of a Finding a dead animal head, yeah. I yeah, I don't want to find that. Um, basically, you know, 
probably just do some therapy instead of like revenge because revenge yeah. doesn't usually work out. Yeah, maybe just like call someone you know who you know and talk it out until you can find a therapist if you're like really in a bad place. But uh, please just don't murder people. Yeah, don't murder people. And also, have you tried Pat's aggressiveness? It's really <laughs> um, very you know, fun. It's very fulfilling. Did a lot um, of nails. <laughs> It's just strongly word leather um, strongly all word over your place. Everywhere. You can vague book and vague tweet all you want. Vague book, um, subtweet. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just don't murder. Um, and, um, yeah, it's a it's a knife on the table for this uh, Kellogg's <laughs> Chocolate Frosted Flakes Spooky Marshmallow. Very long title. I know. Very long title. Um, cool cereal box though, um, and it does taste quite pleasant, dry. So knife up. Maybe this is the kind of cereal you would make into a cereal bar. Yeah, a cereal uh, bar. Yeah, cereal treat bar um, for Halloween because it's cute. Um, even though the Frankenstein pieces look like green and purple dicks. Um, <laughs> that is that. And on that. Uh, <laughs> that, no. Where can people find you on the internet, Anastasia? Oh, well, they can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter, at Anastasia Wash on Instagram, Anastasia TV on YouTube. I have my one woman show coming out November 13th, Friday the 13th, um, virtually. And you can buy tickets um, today, if you want. 50 Shades of Mixed. Uh, link in my bio for all of that. And. Um, you can find us at Pod Serial Killer on all social media. You can That's rate, also, review. Yeah, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod Serial Killer. Correct. And we have some cool, um, fun little things that you get if you would want to support us. You can also support us if you want nothing at all yeah. back um, on anchor.fm. Um, there's a little support us button or sponsorship button. I'm not sure how they word it, but there's a thing there. There's a thing, um, and it says, give money to this thing. Give money to this thing. But also, just rating and reviewing us really, really, really helps us, so be sure to do that. And Maria, where can people find you? People can find me at Maria Longname on Twitter. On the Twitter? Yes, yeah, on the Twitter, on the Twitter. On, you can tweet a twat. I don't know. <laughs> um, that just happened. You guys, listen. Stay safe. And don't be a dick. Exactly. Bye. Bye.